Welcome, everybody, to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. My name is Techie Tony, and I am your host. For those of you that do not know who I am or what I do, I show home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet. This is episode eight. So coincidentally, we had two people on with insurance. So I am joined again by another insurance uh, rep with a company by the name of Watchdog Insure. His name is Kirk. He is very knowledgeable. I've gotten to know him. He's a good friend of mine. He's a good referral partner. I'm excited to have this conversation with him because he's one of the first person, one of the first people I've talked to about insurance. So Kirk, are you around? I'm here. Awesome, man. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. So insurance, this is a thing. Everyone needs it, but nobody wants to talk about it, huh? Yeah. For the most part, yeah, it's one of those things people buy because someone told them they have to, not because they necessarily want to. Yeah. So, Kirk, why don't we start off by telling me a little bit about yourself? How'd you get into it? A little bit about your family, things like that? Yeah, uh, great question. So, uh, insurance is actually my second career. So, I spent uh, over 23 years managing big box retail stores, um, anything from sales management to corporate training to uh, running stores all the way up to uh, corporate marketing management. And um, a handful of years ago, just kind of got burned out on, on the hours, the weekends, uh, every holiday is spent in the store and just really wanted to, uh, to focus on myself. And um, um, had some friends in the uh, industry, really seemed to, uh, to like it. My personal nature is I'm a very risk adverse person. So I, I'm very thoughtful. Uh, before I take chances and sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad but uh, really a good fit for the insurance world because it really allows you to kind of think about your clients and um, the possible risks they face and being able to communicate to them about uh, what those risks are and how they can protect themselves. As uh, far as my family goes uh, I'm a father of uh, four and I've uh, got quite the uh, span. I've got a uh, son Aaron who's going to be 25 and um, he is an engineer just outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, he had his first baby last year, so my first grandson, Sebastian. I've got a 22-year-old daughter named Taylor who just graduated from Carthage College with an English degree. We're still working on uh, hopefully finding some employment for her. Uh, I've got a son, Bryson, who is a sophomore at Missouri S&T, and then we have a almost four-year-old, uh, little Spitfire, Abby, uh, that's uh, just a blast and just really loving it. That's awesome, man. Congratulations on the on the grandson. That's cool. Thank you. So, yeah, you got a big, nice, big car insurance bill, huh? Everyone's covered. Yes. <laughs> a couple of them are on their own, so that helps a little bit. Awesome. Well, they got a good dad to point them in the right direction, right? Knowledgeable. Absolutely. So, man, why did you why'd you get into insurance? Like, I mean, you went from, from being a guy who did whatever, I forgot what you did before, but why now? I mean, just in the field to help people or? Yeah, I really... I found with insurance that kind of like we talked about in the intro, people buy it because they have to have it and someone tells them they have to have it and here's, here's what you have. But I find out people really don't understand what they're purchasing it, why they're purchasing it, how the different coverages protect them. And uh, going back to my corporate training days and I also went to school to be a, a teacher initially. I love, uh, I love the teaching side. So the most joy I get out of the job is sitting down with people, understanding what their needs are, what they're trying to protect, and really helping them understand how these specific coverages are going to help their family on their worst day. And when you have a claim, it's oftentimes one of the worst days of your life, especially if it's something significant like a fire or a, a bad car accident. So uh, 
really wanted to find something that um, that had more flexibility than my uh, my retail past. Um, I believe strongly in giving back to my community, so I spent a lot of time volunteering, a lot of time in the uh, local chamber, and uh, it was really important to find something where I could make a living, but also had an opportunity to to give back to my community. So, kind of the combination of all those things. Uh, really led me to where I where I am and owning my own business and having the flexibility to uh, to uh, to be able to do all those things of uh, helping people protect themselves, but also making my community a stronger place. Yeah. How long have you been an insurance agent, Kirk? Uh, about three years. Oh wow, three. I thought it was longer. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you're with uh, Watchdog Insurance. Sure. What do they like to work for us? Is I know Chris. Uh, is he a pretty good guy? Is he a pretty good boss? Does he? Yeah. Um, it's kind of a unique situation. So I'm an independent insurance agent. And uh, uh, so I, I run my own business, my own agency under uh, under the watchdog umbrella. So watchdog is more, more or less a platform. So uh, the uh, creator, Chris, who basically set out and he did all the contracts with the carriers. And it allows me and several other agents like myself across the Midwest to pool together and uh, be able to build books of business with each individual carrier uh, quicker and balance out those books as well. So if you try to do this on your own, every carrier has expectations. Hey, you need to do this many quotes a month. Yeah, I need to put this much business with us. And that's not always feasible because you find yourself trying to potentially shove clients in a box that they don't necessarily fit in when you're trying to hit those numbers. So by pulling together with a group like Watchdog, all of us are going to have clients that fit in each box and we can all build that business together in that book of business to keep the carriers happy, but allow us to really, really take great care of our clients as well. And you're also able to get more of a bigger reach of quotes too, because you can shop with multiple companies from what I understand. Correct. Yeah. So just on the personal lines alone, I have nine, nine different carriers to shop from. So um, for most people, I, I've got a place where you're going to fit coverage wise and also price. So most of the time when, uh, when you get a quote and you get those nine different prices, are they pretty different? Do people have some options to think about? It can be substantially different from person to person because depending where the person lives, how big their house is, credit score is a factor as well. Every insurance company has their appetite for risk. Some like older homes, some like uh, brand new construction, some like... Um, uh, more moderate price houses. There's carriers that specifically uh, shoot for uh, the real high-end uh, homes out there. And uh, when I started in the industry as a captive agent, uh, you find out pretty quickly that kind of what your, your uh, appetite is, and you find out that you really don't have the means to really help a broad range of, of uh, potential clients out there. By, so by having all these different carriers, um, you find out that, okay, this, this company is pretty good with newer construction, so I'm feeling pretty good about putting them there. This one's with older construction. Uh, this one's really, really great with teenage drivers, so if you have teen drivers. So the way that it works is we actually have a software, and that's part of my licensing agreement. It's called a Raider software. It sends some basic information out to all nine carriers. And um, once you input that information, that software gives you a ballpark idea of who's going to be good for that particular customer. And then from there, you kind of whittle it down and maybe only quote with two or three, depending how close they are. So sometimes you'll see a slam dunk where 
home and auto are both great. And then other times you'll say, well, company A is really good in the home, but not as good in the auto, but company B is really good in the auto, not quite as good at home. So you find yourself running full quotes through sometimes two or three companies to really find that best package. And then from there too, you might run into some scenarios where a customer has a, um, a strong preference for a certain type of coverage that maybe only one or two carriers offer. So a pretty common one, uh, I've got a client that uh, is purchasing a Tesla this year. And uh, Teslas can be very expensive to insure because the uh, parts are very, very limited. You can only get them from certain areas. Uh, or if you bought another high-end car, like maybe an Audi, Mercedes, something along those lines, you may not want aftermarket parts in those. So a couple of my carriers offer something called OEM parts, where any repairs are going to be done with manufactured parts from the original manufacturer, not from some third-party company or even potentially from a junkyard. So you got to take all those things into consideration, not just the price, but also the coverages that are available based on that each client's desire. Yeah, I talked a lot about this with Sherry, the other insurance agent we did today. And, you know, a quote is just, it's so much more than just a quote. It's so much more than just a number. Yeah. Um, it really is a lot of like love, if you will, put into it to find that perfect package for that particular client. Absolutely. So I love it, man. Um, so why would somebody like go to an agent, an agent as opposed to just calling 1-800-INSURANCE? Um, I think the biggest thing I, I, I like to joke around with folks that, uh, you know, someone in May hundred number is not going to know how to uh, pronounce the pair or uh, bell fountain or anything along those lines. To me, it's really important to have someone who knows the area, uh, where, where you live and where you're, uh, driving your cars. So for instance, in our area, wind and hail damage is the most common claim out there. So when someone's choosing a deductible for wind and hail, I had a client on Friday that I worked with that had a competitive quote from a, uh, an online 800 dealer. That 800 number spit out a 1% quote deductible for her. And uh, her house dwelling value is valued at $679,000. So that meant a $7,000 deductible for her roof if uh, something happened due to uh, wind or hail. And my first question is, okay, so if you had a hailstorm tomorrow and it destroyed your roof, are you comfortable cutting a $7,000 check? Well, no. Okay, then we need to address that. So that's why you talk to me. Also with all the rain over the weekend, I've heard of a significant amount of people that have had uh, water backup issues, either from sewer or from sump pumps that failed or were just overwhelmed. Water and sewer backups are our second most common claim in our area. I know that someone on an 800 number doesn't know that. And I value long-term relationships with my clients. Someone at an 800 number where it's maybe a temporary stop in their career path isn't gonna have the same care or concern that I do. Right, so more of a personalized experience. Absolutely. I love it. So I had a customer, a computer customer call me and he was like, hey, listen, can you guys work on my computers? We had flooding because of the storm um, and he lost I think about what I think is a lot of data. Um, do you guys cover computers, electronics, and things like that? Like, is that a thing or? That goes back to, uh, to some of the, the questions about uh, uh, coverages and different coverages available. Many carriers are offering some unique coverages now that can protect uh, uh, things like, like data loss, but typically on a normal policy, the computer hardware, if it's damaged, would be covered, but not necessarily things like uh, data recovery unless it's a commercial policy. Commercial policies now typically will offer some level 
of included and optional coverages for um, for data loss. Uh, that would include uh, paying someone to recover those. But uh, personal lines, unless you add some specific coverage for that, typically wouldn't include that. Yeah, I would I would encourage everyone listening to this. If coming from a computer guy, anyways, if you lose data, it's it's devastating. So if you need or are thinking about commercial insurance, I would definitely reach out to somebody regarding that. Absolutely. Um, so Kirk, man, why, I mean, how often should someone actually shop their insurance? Is it like you buy it and you're good for five years or? Um, I would say every couple years at the longest, just because things change dramatically quick. Um, if you've talked to any real estate agents uh, recently, you know the market is kind of crazy and uh, prices are going up. And it's not just the price of the home, it's the price of labor. If you talk to contractors, they're having to pay people significantly more than they had to in the past because it's a very, very tight labor market for those skilled positions. So that, that stuff can change really rapidly. And if you're not properly evaluating your insurance coverage on that worst day of your life when the house has a fire, you could find yourself coming up really short if you haven't had someone avail, uh, evaluate that. The other thing, and again, the reason why I'm an independent agent now and not a captive agent anymore is carriers change their philosophies very quickly, um, especially some of the biggest companies. They really value market share. And uh, if they really want to get market share, the way that they do that is they lower price, even if that means they take a loss for a period of time. So that's part of my job is to work with my clients. And uh, if I put them with carrier A this year because they're being really aggressive, and they really want to grow their market share in, in the states that I cover. And then two years from now, company B is taking that same position and has better rates. I can flip that person over um, to a different carrier. That's going to be good for them coverage-wise and price-wise. Awesome. So what would be the most common misconception about insurance? I mean, again, this is one of those conversations people don't want to have because they're scared or they're just not educated or what. Talk to me about that. Um, part of it, I think the industry creates itself. And it's a really good question, Tony. Um, when you watch TV and you see insurance commercials, what do you hear? Get a quote. <laughs> it, 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 they're talking about price, right? Yeah. So it's save this amount of money, save this percentage. Uh, our prices are lower than everybody's, but the reality is you want to get the best value on your insurance. You want to be able to get the best coverage that's right for you at the lowest possible price for that coverage. You're not just shooting to have the lowest possible price because again, that could really leave you short uh, if an accident happens or something happens uh, at your home or your business. There's times when clients will thank me for getting them to spend more money because it's got the coverage that they wanted and nobody pointed out uh, those, those other options that were available like that data loss recovery um, in the commercial world, it's uh, something called EPLI, which is employment liability practices. So wrongful termination, harassment, things along those lines. Those are coverages that cost extra money, but they can literally save a business thousands and thousands of dollars in the long run if they've got that coverage. The other misconception I would say too is, um, this is kind of a tough one for a lot of people to grasp, but Insurance is probably one of the most highly regulated industries in our country. Every insurance carrier has to report to their state that they do business in. And every rate increase, every coverage change, every addition of a new coverage, any dropping of the coverage, 
has to be evaluated by the state. So there's not a whole lot of insurance companies that are just out there trying to rip people off and uh, deny claims. It's extremely highly regulated. And in many cases, when there's a some frustration, it's uh, someone didn't explain what the coverages were, or, you know, just the client didn't understand necessarily what the coverages were, which again is why someone should come to someone like me who's going to make sure their client is uh, getting the information they need. Yeah, that and when they call on 1-800 number, they got to go through 12 different prompts when you're just kind of there to pick up when they need it. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the best thing, Kirk, that you love about being an insurance agent? Like what, what, what just... There's, there's a reason why you love doing it. What's that reason? I really think uh, just truly helping people. Um, I had a client uh, last year who just purchased a, uh, a new home, moved in, and they had um, someone fall on their property. And they called me, and uh, we were able to kind of walk them through what to do. And just that sigh of relief that, don't worry, this is why we did this particular coverage for you. If the person happened to get hurt, it's going to be awful. Um, I understand you feel really bad, but that's why we took the steps that we did. That's why you did that umbrella coverage on your property in case something would happen. So just really having an insurance claim is a really tough time in, in, in people's life. Nobody's happy about having damage to their car. Nobody's happy about having to, uh, to pump out their, uh, their basement. But just being able to create that sigh of relief that, hey, don't worry, I've got this covered for you. I've got your back. And then the other part for me, um, again, is the, the flexibility the career provides for me to, uh, to really give back um, to my local community. I love it, man. So if I wanted to come be an insurance agent at uh, Watchdog Insured, what, would, what kind of advice would you give me, man? I mean, going into it, I know nothing about it personally, but what kind of advice would you give somebody? Um, first thing I would give anyone coming into it is there, there's a million insurance agents out there. Um, lots of different people you can choose from, lots of different carriers, but there's plenty of business to go around. To me, it's really find, be you and find out what your niche is going to be. Um, if you love pets, uh, focus on, on pet owners. If you um, love working with uh, families with young kids, you know, make that your focus. Go out and try to uh, to focus on those people that you really enjoy uh, working with. If you're selling commercial, which uh, I sell commercial as well, uh, start with the uh, the businesses that you love. So if you you love restaurants and you love to eat, uh, take some time, learn what the coverages are, where the uh, the pitfalls are for business owners that own restaurants. Become an expert on it and and focus on those, and then you can kind of slowly. Uh, uh, navigate your way out from it, but um, you know, do do what you're passionate about, and I think that's whether you're insurance or or any field for that matter. Yeah, and remember to always build relationships with people. Yeah. So, Kirk, what's the most challenging thing about selling insurance? Um, when you start off, it's it's pretty pretty slim pickings. You don't make a a lot of money per policy. You have to to sell a lot of policies to start making a good living. So. Uh, you have to have a plan in place and a, a good budget and not extravagant uh, needs up front. If you do, it might not be the, uh, the best fit for you. And then uh, just uh, it's really difficult to, uh, in many cases, to overcome some of those, those common misconceptions that it's just about price or all insurance is the same or um, 
so-and-so said I should do this. So just really getting people to spend enough time to, um, to understand what they're purchasing and, uh, and really take it seriously. Your home is the most expensive thing you're ever going to purchase. If you own a business, that's probably up there as well. Your auto is the second most thing, most expensive thing that you're ever going to purchase. So it's important to really protect those things. And if you want to be a financially secure individual and you want to invest, the foundation of any financial plan is having good uh, insurance that's going to protect you. So just uh, just getting people to, to take it seriously and buy it because it's a protection mechanism, not because the uh, car dealer told them they had to buy it. Yeah. So Kirk, if someone's thinking about this and they're just, they're not ready to buy or, you know, stuff like that, are you open to giving them like a consultation just to have a, a conversation to see where they are with it? Yeah, I, I, I can't win every customer, even with nine carriers, there's still some, some situations out there where I don't find the right coverage or the right price for that particular individual. Again, I really enjoy the, uh, the teaching side of it. Um, I have friends that live out of state uh, that I went to high school with that will call me and say, hey, I trust you. I need your opinion on this. And do I want to get paid for my work? Of course I do. We all do. But I really enjoy that, that helpful side of it. So if you have any questions, always reach out to me. All of my consultations are, are free of charge. I'll do a, a free review. And if I do enough of those reviews, I'm going to win enough of those customers over to, uh, to make a good living doing this. But uh, that's where it all starts for me is providing that service and helping them understand what they're purchasing it and just let them know if they're in a good spot or not. Cool. So who is an ideal referral partner for you? Uh, most of my business uh, for the most part comes from real estate agents and uh, mortgage originators. Um, I love to take that, uh, that task away. I love home construction. So um, anytime I get to work with a customer buying a new home, I, I love to go online, look at the picture. So um, uh, any of those professions are, are outstanding. Financial planners as well are great because again, the uh, insurance protection is really the backbone of their plan to, uh, to make sure that money's there when uh, they want to use it. So those are probably my three biggest referral partners are the uh, real estate agents, mortgage originators, and the financial planners. Okay. We'll try to keep you in mind moving forward. Kirk, this has been insanely educational. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man. Um, so if anyone wants to contact you for a consultation, a quote, do you have a website or a uh, phone number or email they can reach you? Uh, best bet. i uh, got a couple different ways. Uh, I'm very active on Facebook, so you can message me through there, which is just the uh, Kirk Cobble Agency of uh, Watchdog Insurance Group. Uh, my cell phone number I have with me all the time, which is 618-363-5272, or my email address. Uh, I have that with me 24 hours a day as well, which is Kirk. K-I-R-K dot Fobble, F like Frank, A-U, B like boy, E-L, at watchdoginsure.com. Yeah, and I would encourage everyone, if you haven't gone over your, your insurance yet, especially now with the coronavirus and everything going on, um, now might be a good time to reach out to somebody and uh, you know, say hello and see if you've got the correct coverage because there's a lot going on in 2020. <laughs> Absolutely. I got the wind blowing over here right now, I, you know, with the roof and I never, I, you never know, man. Well, you don't know what you don't know until you know. Absolutely. Kirk, thank you so much for being on, man. I appreciate it. Kirk Fable, Fable, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> you got it right the second time. I know. I was the whole, the whole episode. I was like, I wonder if I'm going to get his name right. <laughs> With uh, Watchdog, Chris, or Kirk. <laughs>
<laughs> Kirk, thank you so much for being on, man. We appreciate it, man. We'll keep you in mind, all right? All right. Thanks for having me, Tony. All right, man. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.